Hi, welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm Matthew. I am Christina. And this week, I made my wife play, made my wife watch me play The Last of Us Two. Uh, well, let's give a quick forewarning here. Um, there will be lots of spoilers. Uh, we will let you know when those spoilers are going to be coming about. Um, there's a lot to cover on this one. Yeah, so we're going to do it a little out of order compared to our previous... Yep, so uh, strap in your butts, everybody. Hooray. Because so, this is a little bit of a longer form one. There's a lot to lot to do here. Mm-hmm. So why don't we start with a synopsis and then we'll go from there. Okay. So the synopsis I pulled straight from the website for the game. So five years after their dangerous journey across the post-pandemic United States, Ellie and Joel have settled down in Jackson, Wyoming. Living amongst a thriving community of survivors has allowed them peace and stability despite the constant threat of the infected and other more desperate survivors. When a violent event disrupts that peace, Ellie embarks on a relentless journey to carry out justice and find closure. As she hunts those responsible one by one, she is confronted with her devastating physical and emotional repercussions of her actions. Um, Metacritic has this game as a 94 from critics and a 4.7 from gamers. (laughs) So we're going to give our personal ratings right now. Um, I'm going to say graphically the game's beautiful. Yes. I'm going to say the gameplay is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does feel a little last Jenny to me, but it still plays very well. Uh, sound is incredible. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere is some of the best I've played. Mm-hmm. That being said, the story is a big fat uh, turd for me. Uh, so I'm giving it a 2.7. Out of five. <laughs> I upped it from a 2.5 when we were talking before. Yeah, we have had many conversations about this because we like to slow roll our games more or less because um, this has been out for like two weeks now. Mm-hmm. And um, like halfway through, we were like, yeah, it's not great. It's a two and a half. And then we finished it yesterday. Um and you were like, yeah, I give it a three. And then the more you kind of thought about it, I I would agree with like a two and three quarters stars. Yeah. So uh, here going forward, we're going to go through some spoilers, but we will talk about uh, the goods and the bads. But uh, if you just want our rating, you can shut off now and play the game if you'd like to. I just recommend going and playing the first one. Yes. And yeah. Do we need to explain that this is a sequel? I think part two kind of gives that away. <laughs> uh, if you have not played the original Last of Us, 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5 stars, probably the best game of the last-gen systems, and they remastered it for the PlayStation 4. It's so good. One of Naughty Dog's best works. Definitely. Uh, give it a shot. Give it a play. It still holds its own today. We actually replayed it a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. We took a little bit. You restarted it probably last summer, and then we got distracted by, I think, Veronica Mars. And then we finished up. So there was a couple months lapse in the middle there. But it's so good. It is so good. Uh, It's worth it all the way through. Um, Give it a shot. If you do insist on playing two, there's a lot of good to be had. I just think it's going to disappoint you. So let's just start with um, some of our favorite parts. And like I said in the beginning, the graphics. 
mind-blowingly good. Mm-hmm. I've never seen water physics quite that good. Oh, it's so good. The forests and the areas are lush and blooming. The snow looks real. The snow like, looks the real. horse prints in the snow, like as you're trotting through it on your horse, is just amazing. When they're walking through creeks, you see the water splashing the perfect ways they'll crack ice and it cracks the way you would think it would under the weight of your foot or the horse's hooves. All in all, it just it just feels like the end of a generation, the peak of what you're going to see graphics. Mm-hmm. Perfect. They were great. Yes. Uh, also, the, the environments. Just a couple along with the graphics, the actual environments built were amazing. They had lush forests. They had the metropolises that are starting to overgrow. Because of those forests, um, like you said, the snow-covered areas inside the buildings were dank and worn away. At, under the, we, I think we were in the subway system at some point, and those were also worn out. We were in a hospital at one point. And were we it, in sewers? We were in sewers at one point because I asked if we were in Resident Evil 2. Yes. So there's a lot of areas, <laughs> and they just the lighting, everything was gorgeous. Everything kind of fit the feel of what this post-apocalyptic world is supposed to look like. Yes. Anything to add on that one? Um, no, nothing positive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, favorite, what else do you like? Favorite parts of the game? Uh, the the best parts, and again, spoiler warning, so if you don't want to be spoiled, stop now. Um, all of the flashback scenes, minus one, I have a gripe with that later, all of the flashback scenes with Joel and Ellie are the best parts of the game. Yes. My absolute favorite is when they go to the museum. Oh, yeah, and he takes her with the with the, uh, the space launch. Yes, they find the dinosaur. She gets to ride an MFing dinosaur and then jumps off of it. And then there's the whole space section of that, and it's for her birthday. And it's just, it encompasses all of the feelings you got playing through the first one, the bond between Joel and Ellie, and it just, it makes you so happy. To see them together. Yes, and ultimately sad. Uh, It's a mixed emotion. You are correct that it is absolutely the best parts of the game are the flashbacks and their interactions. Um, It's so sad because Joel dies. Yeah, Joel dies. Very, 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 very early in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, He dies... Within the first hour and a half, I would say. It's a lot of tutorial. Yeah, depending on how much of an explorer you are. But uh, she gets killed by the other, I would say, the other main character of the game, which they led to be as Abby. Yes. Um, both Ellie and Al- Abby play protagonist and antagonist. Yes. In this game. So if you're playing as Ellie, Abby's the antagonist. And huh. if you're playing as Abby, Ellie is the antagonist. So our gripe <laughs> is not that necessarily that Joel died. No. Um, he kind of had it coming. If you play the first one, you understand why he has it coming. He's not a good dude, so it's not surprising that this would happen, but... And it's not even... It is a little bit the way they go about it, but it's how they structure the game after that that makes it so absolutely infuriating. So, Joel dies immediately. Yes. And under normal circumstances, that's awful because we are so invested from a character seven years ago. He was literally a character of a generation. And they kill him in the first two hours. Okay. 
But the problem is, you play through half the game as Ellie, trying to get revenge, like it says, Mm -hmm. and you start systematically killing everybody. That was part of the group that came to hunt down Joel. Yes, and then it just switches the point of view to Abby. Playing the same three days that you just played through as Ellie, but from Abby's point of view. And they are structured, including Abby has, so Abby also has flashbacks. Yes. And they're almost identical to what happens with Ellie in this game. Yeah. Like, the flashbacks are very similar to me. Yeah, and you don't find out right away why Abby is hunting down Joel. Um, Well, you do once you switch. Once you switch, yeah, and we both assumed correctly. Yeah, so Joel kills her father in the first game, who was a pretty... In terms of the actual game, he's an important figure, but not in the game at all. Like, no. he was just a. a, a he's like the a, surgeon at he, the end. Yeah, he's a drive by killing, yeah. basically. He's the surgeon at the end that can make the vaccine out of Ellie, and Joel goes on his murdering rampage and starts with him because he's in the operating room. Yeah, so at the. Joel rescuing Ellie meant Abby's father had to die. Yes. And so Abby goes and kills him. And the whole point of the game, I think, was just to show violence is bad. There's so much violence that, like, you just get numb to it. And yeah. I, it is a The Last of Us game, and that's just kind of what it is, is senseless killing. Yeah. Whether it's zombies or clickers or Any, other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, our problem is they let off with Abby killing Joel, so we automatically don't like her. Do not like her. So even when we're trying to sympathize with Abby, or they're trying to make us... We already are coming from a mindset of, don't care. Don't care. She killed Joel. We want her to die. And they're trying to make us sympathize with characters that are dead. All of her friends die. Yeah, that's the other thing. All of her supporting characters, you know, you just hunted them down as Ellie and killed them all. So everybody that Abby interacts with, it's like, okay, they die tomorrow. They die in like six hours. There's there's zero emotional investment. There's no backstory to anything. I mean, they were all fireflies. Yes, so that was their all uniting thing. And that's all that you know. And what's the... Who do they work for now? Uh, They work for the WLF. WLF. uh, Who took down Fedra, who was trying to take over Seattle. A lot of backstory in this game. But But not enough backstory. No, you kind of get the idea of it. Because Fedra was in the original part, too. Fedra is the main government in this game. Right. Um, Or was... The main government until afterwards. So anyway, point being, we don't care about Abby. No. But they make you play about, what, 10 hours, 12 hours as Abby. Yes. Trying to make you feel sympathy. Now, to be fair, there are some okay characters. Uh, Lev and his sister were... Yara. Yara. Yes. Are interesting. Now, there's a rivaling faction to the WL... F going around or WFL. Dude, I don't. Doesn't on. matter. Anyway, they're called <laughs> the, they're called enough. the Seraphites or nicknamed Scars because they all have a scar on their face. Yeah, uh, and they're um, apostates, basically running from this religious cult. Yes, and so Abby kind of befriends them, and their adventure was entertaining. Yeah, I got a little bit more invested in that part of Abby's story just because we had never seen these characters before. But the problem is, the problem is that you don't 
get a lot of backstory about the Seraphites themselves, so you don't fully understand why they're abdicating. And then you don't quite understand what Abby's intentions are with them, because you never really see her show any kind of remorse for anything she does. Like, there's no remorse about killing Joel. All her friends have kind of isolated themselves away from her, more or less. I mean, they're all stationed in different places as well. Mel, the one pregnant one, calls her a POS to her face, rightly so. But, like, why is it these two Seraphites that suddenly make her change her tone? Yeah. I don't... And why is it that anytime Abby does something, it's okay, but when Ellie does it, it's bad? Yes, and we watched a YouTube video that basically complained that it's a game all about revenge, and revenge is good for Abby, but revenge is bad for Ellie. Because Ellie, in the end, hunts down Abby again, and then lets her go. So she finally has a change of heart at the last second. Literally, yes. Of this game. And then there's a little epilogue afterward, and then it just kind of ends. Yes. It was very unsatisfying. Yes. In terms of story. Uh, there's a lot, like, again, so they tried to do some scenes that um, were comparative to the original game. Oh, yeah. I complained about this to you. Um, there's a flashback scene with Abby, uh, when she's younger, when they're all still at the, uh, Firefly Hospital, where her dad's the doctor, and they end up stumbling upon a trapped animal, which they think is, I think, is it their horse? And they come up to it, and it's a zebra, and there's, like, this awe-inspiring music and moment, and it was just trying so hard to be that giraffe scene from the first one where Joel and Ellie are just looking out at, like, the abandoned skyscrapers. And then you just see, like, the giraffe heads wandering through. And it was breathtaking in the first one. And this one was like, I, I don't care. Yeah. All these people die in this scene and I hate Abby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> trying to fill it with something. A lot of emotional manipulation. Yeah. That's what they're going for. And, I mean, if... At the end, you're just kind of numb and sick of all the killing anyway. Yes. I think that's what they wanted. I think that's truly what they were going for. So mission accomplished. It doesn't make it good. No. And like the writing for the characters wasn't always even or well thought out. Um, and as a writer myself, that made me very angry because there was a point, I think, in like our third to last night where I looked at you and I was like, no one is a great character in this. And that was after Ellie did something. And I was just... They even ruined Ellie as a character. They made Tommy less appealing even from yeah. the first... Tommy is Joel's brother for anyone who's trying to keep up with our yes, stuff here sorry. and who doesn't know anything <laughs> about these games. Um, all the characters don't fit who they were. And I know it's been five years, but they they took all the light and life out of the characters, I feel. Yeah, and if they if the last game was, you know, them trying to find some peace in the world after not being able to get a vaccine, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. um, you would think that they would have become almost better people joining up with Jackson and a sense of community and surviving in a group rather than on their own. I don't know. I feel the game could have left, gave me two choices. Uh, one, to let us kill Abby or not. Yes. And B, to stay with Dina or not. Yes. I think the game should have let you choose. Yeah, should we talk about the side characters? 
just how we felt about them? Uh, we can talk about the main ones. Yeah. I mean, I let's say Abby's friends, they all die. They all die. Owen is a complete dick. That's Abby's ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend who uh, got Mel pregnant, who is apparently the token pregnant lady who goes to the front lines while she's like six months pregnant, which does not make sense. Yeah, they, they, they did a lot of... Um, there's a lot of wokeness in this game, and most of it is not actually that big of a deal. Yeah, we didn't even touch on Lev. Lev, no. I was, that was totally Lev, fine. Lev, but, Lev, like, Lev is a trans character. Yeah. Nobody cares. No. I, I don't I don't mean it to be like a insensitive thing. Lev just kind thing. of exists. She just kind of exists in the world. It's fine. Ellie's gay. Nobody cares. No. I mean, in terms of story, she's fine. And her girlfriend, Dina... I like Dina. ...was actually pretty well... Well done. Yeah, she was pretty good. Uh, the problem. She was also a token pregnant lady. Uh, no, token pregnant lady, but she wasn't. <laughs> she was early in pregnancy. She yes. wasn't six months along. They try to force these ideas that, even in an apocalyptic world, no one in their right mind would let someone six months pregnant go no. to the front line. And she made it seem like they were inconveniencing her by saying, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Right. Which is kind of just odd. So that was a long tangent to say that Owen is still a dick because while he's with Mel and got Mel pregnant, he then sleeps with Abby because we get a random kind of graphic sex sex scene scene between him and Abby that no one wanted. No one wanted. (laughs) Nobody wanted. And we're just going into it. But the side characters were just okay. Yes, they were very okay, very forgettable. In the first uh, game... The characters were memorable. Yes. They were enjoyable to be around. They all had some pretty intense backstories that you learn and figure out by slowly communicating with them. And even when you leave them, you feel a lot of sadness when they either die or you leave them. Yes. There's not many games that do that so well. No. And the first one did it so well, and this one just didn't live up to that to me. Uh, another big problem I had is that they uh, they just kind of blatantly lied to sell a game. Yeah. If you watch the trailers, they make the game feel like it's a story about Ellie finding out about what Joel did, which she does. In this game, she does. We'll talk about that in a second. Because uh, it's kind of an annoying scene. But we actually figured that Ellie, the, the story would be them rekindling their relationship because she found out what happened. Yeah, what Joel did at the end. What Joel did at the end. Taking away her autonomy to save the world, basically. Yeah, so for those of you who didn't play the first one and are listening to this for some reason, which is at least one person that I know mm. of, um, at the end when they get to the Firefly camp to deliver Ellie to make the vaccine because Ellie is the only person immune to the zombie bites, I guess you want to say. Yeah, the infection. The infected. Um they basically have to kill her, and when they go to tell Joel that, he basically goes on a killing spree because he already lost one daughter. He's not going to lose his new adopted daughter, quote-unquote, that yeah, he just that traveled the, across the country with. The girl he traveled across the country with that kind of fills that role in his life. And then when she wakes up, he says, there were dozens of people that are like you. They can't make a vaccine. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Are you you're, are you telling the truth?" And he says, "Yes." And she says, "Okay." And it ends. That's the first game. That's the end of the first game. Yeah. And so the second one here is well, way to ruin that for everyone who wants to play it. One. <laughs> we said spoiler warning. <laughs> but the second, um, the fact is that they kind of 
took away the meaning of his choice in this game. His choice literally meant nothing other than countless violence and death. Yeah. Uh, but what we're saying, the trailers made it seem like you were fixing that relationship. In reality, that wasn't the game at all. No, and actually my thought... Because the leaks came out, neither of us looked at anything. I read a couple internet comments of, like, people who read it basically saying, what was Naughty Dog thinking? Why was this a good idea? And my thought was that she watched Dina, her girlfriend, get brutally murdered in front of her. I'm like, really? We're gonna fridge a lesbian couple and then make that the game? Um, But that was not the case. Remotely. No. And I was surprised but not surprised that it was Joel. Yeah, we're I'm kinda, still not happy about it. Kind of expected it. So anyway, there is a one. You said there's one flashback you didn't like. So so Ellie goes back to the hospital where Joel killed everybody, and she basically discovers the truth that she was the last hope for humanity, and Joel took that choice away from her. She ran away from Jackson, and he finds her, and she just freaks out at him and basically says don't ever talk to me again i don't ever want to see you which ruins their entire relationship obviously but it really feels like it undermines the ending of the last game and belittles everything that happened in the last game because most of what the last game was was you building your relationship with ellie and joel and there's no you know he's dead so there's no way to fix that right scenario and they kind of touch on how they fix it at the end it wasn't satisfying. No, I mean, we both kind of teared up, but at that point, yeah, it wasn't a great game to play, so we were kind of... Just happy it was over. Yeah, and it was just kind of nice to see Joel. <laughs> yeah, we just all we really wanted to see is Joel and Ellie talk. That's the only thing that I like to see in this game. Now, I'll ask you a question. Okay. Was the flagrant false advertising for these trailers... On the same level as No Man's Sky was? No Man's Sky was something I, everyone kind of realized at the end that there's no way he could keep up with okay. anything like that. Whereas here, it was a lie to sell a game. Yeah. Maybe, I feel like, I guess, it, I guess they're kind of the same. Okay. I guess in a way it's just kind of just the same. That was my genuine curiosity. It's just, it, but this one made me more mad because I was more emotionally... Seven years waiting for this You're game. You're invested in these characters and then one gets brutally murdered in front of the other one an yeah. hour and a half into the game and then that just kind of sets the mood for the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, good job. They did their job. They pissed everybody off. But they didn't do, <laughs> they didn't do the subsequent job of making us like... The other character make me care about her. No. So we have a very lengthy... Well, it's actually not lengthy. Um, our printouts for these are usually two pages. This one is four pages. <laughs> um, theories on how to make it better, because we had a walk with the dog where uh, we just theorized about how they could make it better, and we weren't even through the game at that point. Yeah. We just said that the game... There's a few things they could have done. One, make a Last of Us Part Two have nothing to do with Ellie and Joel until the very end of it. Right. So it, the entire game is Abby, and then at the very end, it, it ends with her finding Joel or Ellie, and that's where that connection comes in. Now, would it be terrible if that The Last of Us Part Two ended with her killing Joel, and then the game ended? I would be a much more shock factor. Okay. It'd be very heartbreaking because you love Joel so much. I and I don't know if our idea is better. 
No. But it feels like we would be invested in Abby as a character. Yeah, you'd learn more of her backstory. You'd actually get invested in her her friends because you wouldn't know that they would die. Mm -hmm. Or it would be interesting if she ended in Jackson and just saw Ellie and Joel. Yes. But didn't know who they were right away and doing stuff together. And then, I don't know. We're just trying to think of the structuring of the story, what didn't work out. No. Is what we're saying. So her killing Joel so soon made us not invested in her. Yeah, and it's we're not saying that you can't kill Joel. He's a beloved character. You can kill beloved characters, but there's a way to go about doing it correctly that has more of an emotional impact. Without lying to us in a trailer about it. Exactly. So our thought was, again, you know, you start the game as Abby. Honestly, you could just flip-flop the game. Start the game as Abby, get some of her backstory, and be like, oh, she was part of the Fireflies. You don't even need to know that. Doing the three days. I think if you did the three days in Seattle as her. With some of the flashbacks. With her flashbacks, other than the one with her dad. Yes. But you get to the point where you run into Ellie and Tommy at the place and go... Basically, then you could flip-flop and show her killing him and then go through it as... Ellie. Ellie. Or I just even play through the part as, like, no, I, I never, I don't want to ever see you again, blah, blah, blah. And then cut it over to the where she kills him and then go to Ellie's part playing through the game, yeah. I think. I don't know. It sounds better to me that way. The structure would make me care about Abby as a character. This game was supposed to be Ellie's game, and you played probably over half of it as not Ellie and yeah. not Joel. Yeah, and so, I don't know. We just wanted more Ellie and Joel. I think that's where most people are pissed off. Yeah. We just wanted Ellie and Joel. Oh, we're going to have to flag this as explicit now. <laughs> Did we swear? You've sworn twice. <laughs> have I? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know. I have not even paid We're attention. so angry. Haven't even paid attention to it. Sorry, everybody. We try to keep family friendly. That's all right. Um, Yeah, I mean, the writing isn't great, but there's a way to make what they did work, and they just, they didn't structure it right. And myself as a writer, just, that's the most infuriating thing for me. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think I'm just emotionally drained from it. I'm emotionally out from the game. Just kind of i don't have a desire really to play it again no or the last of us part one i could play over and over again i just told you we should replay it yeah it's really good <laughs> so uh we ended with some uh, overall conclusion since you know our ratings we have something silly uh, when we finished playing the game you said i just want to play uncharted now the uncharted games through and through every single one of them got better yes from uncharted one to four they were always better than the last prior one yes the last of us came out after the third one i think so then the next uncharted 4 came out and then now the last of us part two and it just was not even close to as good no and i think that's a lot of why we were so disappointed with this too because the uncharted games continually got better and this is just a steaming pile of okayness yeah, it's very, very okay. And actually, uh, somebody that I follow on Twitter basically had a tweet halfway through the game that was like, every single set piece just makes me want to go play Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted was just so good. It is so good. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima comes out in about a week and some change. And so... Uh, it's a couple weeks away. Isn't it the end of July? 
17th. Okay. Oh, wow. That is really close. Yeah, so not How are we going to play Spider-Man between now and then? Oh, well, we're just going to have to play it. So <laughs> we're going to be playing Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, and reviewing that because they did reveal the new Miles game is coming yes. out at the end of this year. Everybody go watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I don't then, care if you don't like Spider-Man. Just go watch it. It's, it's so, so good. good. And so then good. Ghost of Tsushima is coming up after that. So that's how we're going to kind of cap this off. Again. Cleanse our palates. <laughs> this game really isn't for everybody. No. I think the high scores from the the Metacritic, from the, on the Metacritic, when you see the uh, professional site reviews so high, one of two things is happening. One, they just are going to give it a good score because they're going to give it a good score. Or they latch onto something that they loved and then they made that the whole game without really looking at the whole picture i think there was an embargo on what critics could write about and i don't think they could really talk about any of the abby parts which is half of the game well that still didn't reflect their in their scores they still reflected that in there even though they couldn't talk about it i know i I think they latched onto some parts that were just good like gameplay this is good Okay, it's a good game. But even you said the gameplay was very similar to the first one, which isn't really like it, this is how the game the first an one advancement. if if the first one had this gameplay level in it, I think it would have been even better. That's the only thing okay. that could have been even better. If it, it had been tuned to this. Okay. The tuning of the game is much better. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> coming up, Spider Man, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, if you have any questions for us, we're at gaming marriage. On Twitter. At Twitter or at gamingmarriage at gmail.com. Sorry, we went on a rant. We We, apparently had a lot of feelings about this. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. (laughs)